0: Welcome to Movie Heaven, Movie Hell, with me, Simon Aiken, and
1: and I'm Keith Isles, and we're both independent filmmakers who enjoy discussing movies, TV shows, and related media. And for this podcast extra, we're really pleased to welcome back a previous guest. Uh, welcome to the show, Claire Bueno.
2: Oh, hello! Thank you for having me back.
1: That's all right. Flying solo this time. Obviously, when you were on last, you were joined with your brother Anthony um but uh you know to talk about your Ghostbusters documentary which I guess we'll, we'll cover towards the end yeah
2: yeah yeah absolutely yeah please do um yeah I'm um, yeah I am it's not um, it's a bit weird being on my own because we're like the dynamic duo me and him
1: <laughs> fair enough well um before we sort of get into today's topic uh for any of our listeners that might not have heard you last time, do you want to just tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, what you do, uh, etc.?
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Um Well, as he said, I'm Claire Bueno. I am film and TV presenter, and I have been predominantly interviewing uh, film talent on the red carpet for more years than I care to remember. So I've interviewed everybody from... George Clooney, uh, Tom Cruise, Kate Blanchett, uh, as I keep sort of picking these names up off the floor. Um, but I've been in a very privileged position to be able to interview all these very talented and inspiring people, as they are for me. And along with that, uh, my brother Anthony and I, who is also a filmmaker, um, embarked on a journey to 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 make a documentary to find out how the original Ghostbusters films were made and we've been making it for 10 years um for the last nine eight nine years we was completely self-funded out of our own pockets and and then last year we did a kickstarter to raise the final money that we needed to be able to complete the documentary which we're almost therefore um so that's really what I'm doing I'm, I'm predominantly a, a, an interviewer and and film film I wouldn't call myself a film buff I'm a I'm very passionate about film and um and I suppose my modus operandi is to be able to share filmmaking and inspire other people to film make by by my talking and interviewing to people who are successful and working within the industry
1: well oh, so- sounds reasonable to me absolutely and I would encourage any listeners that we've got if you haven't checked out the uh, the previous episode with Claire and talking about Ghostbusters please uh, please go back in and, and listen to that one um, but for tonight um, one of the things we're gonna get into tonight is myself and Simon are often talking about um, how We consume movies and TV series in today's world. And uh, um, I must admit, when I used to teach, which itself was four or five years ago now, um, because I was teaching predominantly 16 to 19 year olds, I always used to ask them how they watch movies, you know, whether they go to the cinema, whether they, uh, you know, watch them with the family whether they stream them on a particular device etc just to sort of understand people's habits and whatever um so and and obviously what you want to talk to us today uh about today Claire sort of relates to that does doesn't it
2: it does yeah well it it I think People, people aren't going to the cinema like they did. And I think because, like, as you were saying, a lot of people are, are taken to streaming film and that's the, the, the way they watch it through, like you say, a handheld device, their, their laptop or, you know, streaming through maybe Apple TV on their, on their television. And I think um, we're being exposed to so much more film um uh, than we ever have done before with 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 online streaming and um i myself subscribe to netflix and friends and and our and family we would we would talk and we would spend literally more time scrolling around trying to find something to watch rather than actually watching it so i devised this um website where i i basically review films that are streaming online and it's called netpix netpix online
1: oh very catchy netpix
2: <laughs> yes yeah yeah there's i can i can go into what what the netpix actually is a um a little later but um but that yeah effectively it's to encourage people to, to watch films start watching rather than searching is the kind of my tagline Okay, well that makes sense
1: because I must admit that there is, as you rightly said, there is there is so much material out there now, um, an absolute abundance of it. And uh, yeah, you know, m- myself and Simon have often talked about one of the challenges for filmmakers nowadays is is not so much getting the film made, although obviously that's still very challenging, but it is actually getting getting an audience for the film once it's made, and and you know having a platform. Where people can easily find the work etc
0: well I have to say that's a lot easier than it used to be I mean it used to be that uh if you made a film and you weren't able to secure distribution uh then it would just sit on the shelf and nobody'd see it uh self distribution uh even though it was known some some filmmakers did do it it was kind of rare just because of the cost of it a good example of a, a filmmaker who used to self-distribute back in the day was Russ Myers. If you wanted a copy of one of his films, you'd actually get in touch with Russ Myers and he would uh, charge you a lot of money to send you out a VHS copy of the film.
1: In, in, in discreet packaging, no doubt.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow! Well, I don't know. I, was, I think for a long time it was... Uh, one of the only ways you could see uh, faster pussycat kill kill. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know. Lo- no, I haven't got a copy. I just, uh, I only I really know this because I was listening to uh, another podcast, uh, the projection booth where they were talking, they did like a very long episode about Beyond the value of the Dolls. So, and that, but that was just an example that springs to mind. But now, through these streaming services you now are able to get your work out there if you don't have a distributor and as a filmmaker i think that's very good but as a viewer uh maybe not so good because then you're faced with a whole lot of uh, material you know uh, especially like amazon
2: you, you're That's just, where you
0: come in, Claire, you, isn't well,
2: it? Well, precisely. <laughs> I mean, because you, you literally—I mean, it, what an enviable position is it? we sport for choice, but you—you you, you also want to be able. You don't want to invest in something that isn't isn't very good, and 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 I think well, you know, the the best kind of. Um, re- Review is a personal recommendation, and so, you know, the whole idea of of net picks is is not to have this kind of five hundred to a thousand word, you know, autopsy review. It literally is no more than three hundred words, so it takes you no more than a, a, like a minute to read. Um, or there's a video. you So if you prefer a video, or, or there's a, I've got this um, green, amber, red um scheme as well which um so there's like these three different ways that you can actually kind of review if it, if it's green it's p for play well that's part of the picks yeah um which is play now it's so good i is for include because it's good but Add it to your playlist, and when you're in the mood to see it, an X stands for exclude from your playlist. It's not really worth the trouble. Go and watch something that's a P or an I instead. And so, it's kind of, so you've got three different ways to um, see whether you fancy watching the film or not, basically, or the TV show or the documentary um and it's i just uh, it was just made basically to take the ease out of like i don't know what to watch i can just flick on my phone okay what does this movie website recommend oh it recommends stranger things fine okay i'll watch it and it's it literally is a very simple concept um it is it literally is designed to, to get people watching and not searching yeah
1: i mean that, that that's that's a uh a very good and valid point actually because like you said we are we're, we're very fortunate in the fact that we are absolutely spoilt for choice nowadays but um but but like you said it, even though we're spoilt for choice we still only got a finite amount of time um you know nobody's got enough time we everybody leads busy lives and whatever and um like you said yeah you you can you, you know you can waste you can waste an hour uh, you're scrolling through things exactly. trying to decide. So um, exactly. yeah, I, I, I see your point here. It's uh, it's kind of a personal recommendation to, uh, to 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 get rid of some of that pain
2: <laughs> completely. And and touching upon what Simon um, has said as well, one of my other kind of um, things that are important to me, I suppose, is is also recommending independent film. That wouldn't normally be seen. I mean, something like Hunt for the Wilder People. I don't know whether you've both seen that Taika Waititi's yeah. film. Sam Neil and Julian um, um, Julian Nicholson. I think I do believe his surname is, and it's just the most enchanting film, and and it's funny and it's just full of heart and and I think most people probably wouldn't see that film, and so again by being able to review it I can say you know what I really recommend this film because it's a lot of fun and oh it's just I I love it I just oh I think it's a a superb film um but I don't think people would necessarily gravitate to watching it you know they might see something like um war on everyone because it's got Alexander Skarsgård and Michael Pena in it but they may not go and see something necessarily that um you know has got this Uh, um Denison Julian Denison who's an unknown actor um Sam Neill obviously we know from you know uh, Jurassic Park etc but you wouldn't necessarily watch it because he's in it yet it's just a a beautiful nuanced film um that's a real love letter to New Zealand and you know Taika Waititi is a, a great director he did um what we do in the shadows right Yes. You, I don't know if you've seen that, but, um, and so and he's the he's the new director for the Thor three, uh, Ragnarok. So right. I mean, you know, he he's come from this very kind of you know this small independent film. Obviously, he's gonna he's gonna you know be doing big things with with Thor and Marvel, but you wouldn't necessarily see that film otherwise. Um, so I think that is the beauty of having these streaming services that there are now opportunities for us to see films that we wouldn't normally get exposure to. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, in regards to the, the website then, Claire, mm. um, are you having to sort of, uh, constantly review what reviews you have up there just because the nature of streaming services where, um, uh, certain films aren't on there for long?
2: hmm Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be what I would call housekeeping. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I will I will go and review and then once they once they've, um, you know, if they once they've been removed from the streaming service, I will um, categorize them from um, that particular service. I think I can keep the reviews there. Um, there's an archive mm. so if people want to review that film then they can but yeah i i am very mindful that um they only stay with these sites for so long don't they
0: well yes and the it's the the environment out there is changing constantly i mean just recently disney has said that they're pulling all their films from netflix so that they would go on their own streaming service really yes
1: Yeah, this is very true, actually. It's a very moving um, landscape all the time and, um, you know, seems to be constantly evolving. Uh, I know now even some cinema chains are offering um, for you to be able to get the films on a streaming service as an alternative to actually go into the cinema to see them. So it's like a simultaneous release whereby, you know, it could be in your local cinema, but you could also log in through one of their portals and um, actually watch the film that way as well. So, um, yeah, yeah I think
2: the Curzon do it, don't they?
1: They do. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. I, w- I wasn't going to mention the change. Oh, sorry. Yes. No, no, that's fine. That's, sorry. That's cool, yeah. I noticed it was Curzon. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, the Curzon, I think the BFI as well on certain releases, they, they both yeah. have like their own players yes, on their do. websites. Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, um, I the the thing about going to cinema at the moment is that you you never know what the audience is going to be like. Um, You can go into you can go into a film and the audience is great; they enjoy the film. Or you can go into see a film and the audience are all on their phones or they're chatting. Or you know it can be a really good experience or it can be a really bad experience. And I think that's kind of one of the things that's turning people off from going to the cinema. That and the fact that, you know, TVs are now getting bigger and bigger. I mean, the mm-hmm. fact that you can have a 4K TV now in your living room, you know, showing, you know, films that are, you know, at the same, um, as, well, the same, I'll try and think of the word, same resolution as the film is being projected in a cinema you know that's that's another thing that's kind of fueling this you know people sort of not going to the cinema
2: absolutely yeah, no, I, I mean I, I mean keith and i we we can concur with that anyway can't we keith because that was a, a very recent experience we both had
1: oh. yeah no absolutely absolutely
0: <laughs> what, what happens <laughs>
2: Well, we, we we went to we went to see um, Planet of the Apes, didn't we?
1: Um, oh, okay, and yes, well, not I Planet of the Apes. Off. Sorry. Yeah, no. I, 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 yeah, I, I told somebody off because they were literally having a phone call in the middle of the film, uh. and I was like, "What are you doing? I, I, you put that away and or oh, get out." Basically, is what I told them.
2: <laughs> so, you were you were very polite, I have to say, more polite uh, well, than I would have been.
1: Uh, yeah no exactly but no i was i was uh yeah there's nothing i i detest more than as uh, much as i love seeing a- anything on the big screen and you know in a really good theater and whatever um and sometimes it's great to see stuff with an audience i mean we you know we've got fright fest coming up this mm, week and yeah. Yeah. obviously because that's a very esoteric uh clique audience if you like um <laughs> the you, you know that that's that's always uh Really good fun, but you know, by the same merit, yeah, you'll go to um, a, a local cinema and people will be talking and on their phones and kicking the back of your seat and just you know, totally disrespectful. So, so you're right, it does vary.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, the the appeal of of home cinema. I mean, it is literally coming home cinema now. Is that you know you can you can start the film wherever you want. You don't have to sit through tons of adverts. Uh, you can stop it, go to the toilet, or get a drink, and uh, you know th- those sort of luxuries uh, you don't get in a cinema screen. But just but on the other uh, point of view from that though is that it, it, you know, when it's when you have a great uh, communal experience. I mean, the, I mean the cinema still provides that. You know, when you're sitting with an audience who are get enjoying the film, it's it's a great thing. I mean, it can lift up some comedies. It can, it can make thrillers more thrilling. You know, it, it is. It's, it's 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 a shared great. experience, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but it's the, the 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 thing is though. It's I I have to say I think some of the cinema chains have a, a lot to blame for the for this sort of you know disregard in the cinema screen. Because, you know, before you'd have you'd have an usher nearby and so if there was a problem, you get the usher and they would sort it out or they would even spy it before it happens. But now cinema chains don't they don't seem to be bothered about that at all. Um, they will if if you complain, they will just give you a free ticket, you know, come back another yeah. time. But, yeah. you know, they won't actually deal you know, deal with it. I mean I've I mean I worked in a cinema for a short while and uh we had like zero tolerance for that kind of stuff. Uh I know <laughs> what actually a projectionist ran down the stairs into a screen to have a go at uh, a cinema goer who was on his phone and, you know, and this is back in 99. The good old days. There
2: you but go. It's, but it's right. I, but, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to go to a lot of press screenings, mm. you know, and and even the, even the the press are sat playing on their phones and these are these are film press so it, it's very very frustrating I've, it it's disrespectful yeah to people you know in the audience as well but unfortunately it's the sign of the times isn't it and 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 I do think you are right as well with the cinema change I think if you, I'm not going to mention any names, but you'll go to certain cinema chains that are for film lovers who have an appreciation for film, and you you won't really get that going on. Mm-hmm. And then you go to some of the bigger um, chains, and you you certainly have a different type of clientele that you know that aren't so passionate about film as an art
0: form yeah well yeah i mean half the time you wonder why they're in there in the first place so they want to chat or have a conversation we'll just go down the pub
2: yeah i know (laughs) well i've I've seen people go backwards and forwards like getting drinks Hmm. boom that you know like three or four times um and just getting more and more leery and drunk (laughs) and um i think that was i can't even remember what film that was it might have been skyfall or something like that and it's like, why, are you, why have you even come to the cinema? Mm. It just, yeah. just seems such a waste of time and money. Yeah. I,
1: know, think, and I, think, I, I think I'm think i lucky. I've been spoilt somewhat by the whole uh, BAFTA thing. You don't get anybody mm. misbehaving then, which is a good thing. But um, Well, I don't that, know.
2: There was a few hecklers at the Q&A last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you, you do get them as well, yeah. But um, during the actual but film, generally, should, yeah. Yeah, they're usually fine. But... Um, you know the the thing about the the sort of home cinema and the film consumption that way is is you, you, you know obviously that those benefits that you listed, Simon, they've always been kind of benefits of of, of watching something at home. But I think the other thing nowadays is is like um, the commuters and whatever. You know, mm-hmm. people are watching particularly TV series and whatever on their commute to work on a yeah. tablet or a yeah. laptop or, or heaven forbid, some people watch stuff on their phones, which I must admit, I'm like, Oh, that makes me want to cry every time I see that. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but but, 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 you know, um, this, this is the thing. It is kind of now anytime, anywhere, mm. um, any place,
0: yeah.
1: uh, you, you know, it's available. But Claire, what I want to ask about, if you like, your website, um, is, because this seems like quite an undertaking in terms of uh, um, where you're going to start putting these reviews. So, so where, where, what's been your jumping off point with this? I mean, where, where have you sort of started in terms of beginning to build your repository of, of, of film reviews, as it were?
2: Well, it, uh, it, it, it's interesting because I just I had this kind of like this epiphany really one day of, you know, again, off the back of everybody having the same conversation, like I'm really, you know, not knowing what to watch. And I'd been doing this um, journalism course. So I, and then that's why I thought, well, you know, why not sort of channel this kind of love of of writing and writing about film um, into, into, this this website and I I was mindful as well because it's it is only me doing it it needs to be manageable so again off because the reviews are small um it's something I'll be able to regularly update and and keep refreshing with with new um content really like I say because I'm not writing war and peace um, it's about you know giving somebody um, um, a, a quick synopsis and you know what my recommendations are so they'll actually go and watch the film so um, it so so far so good it, it's, um, it's it's manageable but it's also down to if I'm going to do something like this it's my responsibility to make time and ensure that you know I I keep the content fresh so that people will come back and um and um, and hopefully like what they read basically and see
1: okay and is it because you've got like um because of your other job you know the the red carpet stuff Mm. you know you get a lot of um access to press screenings and whatever so therefore you're able to um you, you know get quite timely reviews up for things uh, by the time they've come out on a streaming service. is is that kind of what you're doing?
2: Uh, no, I mean that, that kind those kind of reviews will will go on to I've got a premier scene um dot net and it has a has a blog site attached to that as well. so those kind of reviews for the upcoming films go on to that site. By the time they've come out on a streaming service, I'm, I've got to watch it again because I've seen so much stuff in the meantime. I'm never going to remember it. I've got, you know, a mind like a sith. So it literally is my flicking through a film and, and watching it or a TV show or a documentary and going, well, I like that. I'm going to write about that. Or I I didn't really like that very much. I mean, I I suppose I shouldn't say this, but Okia was one that I, that was a a new release and Netflix original that I personally didn't enjoy that much. Um, So I had to be honest about that, but the film has an incredible social conscience. So that for me, it, it, the film is worth watching and therefore I will recommend it to be watched because I do think people need to know about mass consumerism and the way that food has been genetically modified. It's got an incredible social conscience, um, even though the film itself wasn't to my taste. Um, so, um, no, it literally is. There, they're, I've disassociated what I do on the red carpet and, and with upcoming films to, to net picks. Um, because, yeah, because you don't really know when they're going to come out on a streaming service anyway. And,
0: yeah, and we don't know how long they stay on there for. Yeah,
2: I, yeah. exactly.
0: I have to say the the, the one uh, complaint I'll have about streaming services is it never has that one thing you want to watch. Mm. It's like, yeah. Um, I think the first time uh, I had access to Netflix, I thought, oh, you know... Um, I wanted to watch a Tony Scott film and could not for the life of me find it. Yeah. You know, and it's just it is that thing where um the they have <laughs> it's this weird thing because it's studios and they dish out these licenses uh for some of their films, or all of their films. And it's so there there's, there's always gonna be that film that they won't have or another thing they do which I always find annoying, is that they'll have, like, uh, one film in a series of films, but they won't have the others. So, yeah. Yeah, so say if you watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and you wanted to watch part two, they won't have it. But then when part two comes along, they won't have part one's gone and part three's not there either. And it's just it's, it's this weird system at the moment. Kind of
2: discontinue yeah. uh, Discontinuous? discontinuous?
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I, I don't know whether that's to do with with rights issues mm. or, or what, or, I would or think whether so. it's one of these. I mean, one of the things they do that's still really annoying, and I mean, this goes back to the sort of DVD days, and um, is still, you know, the case even with streaming is is this whole idea of um, regionalising. Mm. Um, you, you know areas of the world where you can and can't get access to certain things, and again, you know that's that's purely from a sort of uh, way of monetizing it and 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 you know keeping control of um, where things get released first and whether they sort of milk that marketplace before uh, opening it out and things of that nature. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess as time goes on, this is all going to become more and more. Blurred and more and more sort of transparent with those boundaries, I guess.
2: You know, I think so because it's still relatively. This is relatively a new concept for us all, isn't it? Really. So it's going to be constantly changing and evolving. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, they they've sort of uh, followed the same path as the music industry. Mm. So the whole idea of now that you can you can listen to music wherever wherever you want, whenever you want. You don't have to even have to buy the actual album or track mm-hmm. you can just stream it so my, yeah. my question to you guys is, is um what do you think the future is uh of streaming or the cinema or how how do you guys see it's where it's going to go with all this
2: that's a very good question I mean I think what I think is a real positive from streaming services is that you you can make films now that you know wouldn't necessarily be um that would would do well in the box office but at least you're able to make the film and the story be told yeah um and I I don't know whether you guys have noticed this again I'm going to kind of reference um, Netflix, but Plan B, which is Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's production company, they they s- s- specifically make films that they know wouldn't normally get made and tell stories that wouldn't normally get made. And I've noticed that Plan B have, have done a, a couple of Netflix originals.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So whether they're all partnering up, so I, I like the idea that you know you 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 know you guys like like Simon you know with with your film you could actually now you could actually you know when your film's made it can get out there and be seen to an audience you're, You it can find a platform whereas oh, yes. you know finding a distributor to pick it up when you haven't got Tom Hardy attached to it is like nigh on impossible for a new filmmaker Well, I I
0: think with distributors, uh, it's a case of finding the right one because I Mm. I, personal experience with Blood and Roses was the fact that I was approached by many distributors but uh, none of them seemed uh, to be the right fit and Mm. that's me putting it politely. Yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of distributors and they just, you know, Mm. I didn't think they would serve the film very well. Yeah. But then... uh, of course, then those offers stopped and then mm. I was like, well, what do I do? And then, uh thankfully, I was able to get the film up onto Amazon, initially selling it as a DVD and now uh, on their streaming platform. So, you know, there is a way now for people to see it. And of course, mm. now with my next film that I'm, you know, close to finishing, uh, you know, Amazon is certainly going to be part of uh, my plan for that film uh, no. I don't want to go into many details at the moment because no, you know it's still being finalized but it will end up on Amazon you know at the end will it mm. the, but the sad part of that is that it will probably just be uh, streaming it won't there won't be like a physical copy of it. No. which I find c- kind of sad because I still yes. like holding the film in my hand yes. I still like mm-hmm. um, you know
2: the tactile
0: yeah it? I mean I like uh, Blu-rays because it's mm. there and if I feel like I want to watch it I can just pop it in the player and I can you know off I go uh, you know as you say with streaming services you got to sit there and you got to go for everything mm. and uh, you know you do end up looking at it for hours I know I've spent many a Sunday evening just, you know, looking at what films there are. And a lot of the time, there isn't that many films being added. So you just keep seeing the same old films all the time.
2: Exactly. You know, again, this is where kind of Netflix online comes in because it's like, well... it that it takes the the ease out of that really the other thing i'm going to put to you guys as well because i know you'll love your bonus features is once we lose the 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 physical medium what happens to all those wonderful bonus features that we all like watching on a blu-ray well i think i think
1: that's where i mean i mean i I think in terms of in terms of the question simon poised about the um the, the, the the future of it. Um, I mean, as we've said, you know, it, it, everything's changing very, very fast. Um, you know, there, there are many different sort of consumption models, um, out there now. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, from, from a, from a distributors and from a studio point of view, etc., that there still needs to be a revenue stream with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that, uh, the, you know, and and I, I I'm obviously a a Blu-ray um, collector myself. I haven't quite gone to UHD or 4K yet, but um, you, you know I do indeed like my uh, physical copy and, and and extras and 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 I do actually think of 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 Blu-ray and um, UHD and uh, uh, even DVD um, as being sort of the collector's medium, if you like, but. Yeah. I I think one of the things we will see with the streaming services, et cetera, is is obviously the quality is only going to get better. I mean, you know, a lot of them are doing things in in, um, 4K uh, or certainly high def moving towards 4K um, going forward. And I think maybe there will probably be a situation where, um bonus material bonus content commentaries deleted scenes you know behind the scenes uh documentaries etc will p- probably be available mm-hmm. in a, in some sort of streaming method as well
0: i guess in the
2: future going, so. maybe you yeah. you package it in some sort of way
0: well yes i um, i mean i think uh we kind of see at the moment where um uh, the big documentaries so like, um, say like uh, Dangerous Days, the documentary about Blade Runner or um, You're So Cool Brewster, which was the mm. crowdfunded documentary about Fright Night. We will see those ones, those big ones up on streaming services as a separate thing. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, I think Apple- And that, well, they're Apple, films in their own right, aren't they? Yeah, they are indeed. But I mean Apple kind of was doing it for a bit where some of the releases they actually had bonus material on mm-hmm. iTunes. So, you know, I think there is there's is a way of doing it. And of course if the studios aren't interested, then there's always YouTube. I mean yeah. the filmmakers yeah. themselves can put that material out, you know, so that people can watch it. I mean, at the moment there is you know quite a lot of stuff on there that, you know, people have made themselves as well as uh, <laughs> ripping well, off material off uh, DVDs.
2: But that, yeah. that, the interesting thing that you mentioned there with YouTube, because I was talking to um, a friend of mine who w- was talking about the Leonardo DiCaprio documentary after the flood.
0: Oh, all right.
2: And oh that, yes yeah. Yeah and he, and that's that's out there on YouTube for people to see. Again, it's it's a it's a film with a social conscience that wants to spread the word and it's not about making money. It's about you you know people need to know what's going on on our planet. And so places like YouTube, you know, are great platforms for for that. Aren't, aren't isn't it really?
1: yeah no absolutely and i and I think this is this is the other thing that's going to start uh, becoming more and more um prevalent i'm mm-hmm. sure moving forward is is yes there are now um many different platforms i mean it's this whole sort of um uh convergence if you like of mm-hmm. of of i t and entertainment and you know the internet etc cetera, etc cetera. but um you know a lot of these um content providers are going to you know start creating and producing their own content as well i mean obviously we've got it with netflix we've Mm. got it with amazon yeah um you you know not just tv shows but but big movies in some cases and uh i am sure that apple and google jump on that marketplace Mm. you you, you know in the near future i'm certain of it you know
0: I want to say about that is the fact that Netflix and Amazon at the moment have jumped into that middle market that's been abandoned by Hollywood. Mm. That's right. You know, the kind of films that used to be made for like, you know, four million upwards to about 50 million are being now made by uh, Netflix and and Amazon and I'm sure a few other places as well. And, um, you know, I think they're seeing the benefit of that because at the moment, Uh, Hollywood's just concentrating on these big films that cost lots and lots of money. And um, I would say obscene amounts of money. And the thing is, they're seeing a lot of uh, flops at the moment. I I don't know. I don't think it's been a very good summer this year, box office-wise. And the thing is, these films are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's going to get to a point where... Hollywood is going to have to to change, or it's going to implode. Yeah, because it's just it can't keep spending all this money on films and if and just hoping that they get these big returns back. Yeah, because each the more money they put into it, you know, the bigger the return is, and it's going to get to a point where it's just is
2: it's never going to make that amount of money. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I I think what. I, I think, as well as that the bonus of these sort of streaming services creating, you know, their own work, so to speak, is that it is generating, you know, more avenues and more work for filmmakers, you know, actors and people behind the camera as as well. You know, it's it's not just Hollywood making films. It's you know that there are other avenues now that are that you know. That are generating work, um, you know, paid work for for the for the industry. We just need to have it a bit more over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, there's a, there's a lot more. I know with Netflix uh, series, a lot of them are being shot over here. I know Oh, that's good been, to know. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's not just the Marvel ones.
0: No, just not the Marvel ones. There's a lot of um, like TV series and stuff, especially when it's because uh, the American market like is historical drama, especially oh, British
2: ones. Yes, uh, yeah.
1: Well, there is a lot of good British good. drama being produced at the moment. You know, yeah. whether it's by BBC or ITV or whoever. There's there's a you know there are lots of they they, they seem to be going for this you know sort of three to six episode model um and often it's it is a one-off so it's not necessarily a um you know continuing series it will be a you know three to six episode one-off drama so you know a sort of three to five hour um almost like movie as it were um and yeah you know there's some really good particularly sort of in the um in the crime and in the thriller Mm. genre there's 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 a lot of really good stuff being Mm. produced out there at the moment The writing's really
2: strong isn't it
1: yeah yeah definitely so um you you know it it is by all intents and purposes a growth industry Mm. um which is good um but you you know i i think in the world we live in yeah you know the industry is under pressure from Mm. the changes in technology and the Mm. and the consumer changes that that's brought with it and um you, you, you know this this is the thing it's all very well having all these platforms and all this content but um you, you know people still people still rely on word of mouth they still rely on on reviews they still rely on you know advertising and what they what they know and what they're comfortable with which is you know all the more reason why an idea like netpicks mm-hmm. i think um, you know if you can get the word out there and people can start using it then then um you know it it might give them introduce them to new things and i think that's what it's always about yes
2: it is yeah exactly and and you know the beauty as well is that you can take a risk with watching something that you wouldn't necessarily watch because you know where you wouldn't probably do that if you went to the cinema because you know go to the cinema here in london it's what 15 pounds um
1: yeah,
2: you know more it's, sometimes more isn't it <laughs> yeah. you know so yes it is I mean when we went the other week it was more so um you know my, you you can take a risk I mean ultimately it's all about seeing new stories and and, and being entertained isn't it and um and I think you, you can afford to take a risk in watching something that you wouldn't normally watch because what have you got to lose? And you might actually enjoy it. You know, you, you'll watch a foreign language film that you probably wouldn't go to the cinema to watch. And why and why watch it? Because it's really good because, you know what, in Scandinavia they make great films. They do. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, th- this will only open up people to allowing themselves to explore film in a way that they would never have done before and i think that's exciting
1: right no absolutely now one of the things that's important to sort of note at this stage then claire is what what you're offering here as a sort of service with 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 um it is it is a free of charge thing yes
2: correct absolutely just a website just a review website okay it won't cost them a bean
1: and and is it and it's already launched it? it's
2: already launched i launched it not not last sunday the sunday before so it's very very new so i really want lots of followers and subscribers <laughs> and people spreading the word
0: well we'll put a link up on the facebook page and with the uh, and with this podcast
2: yes please thank you
1: so how how many reviews have you got on there currently then oh i've only
2: oh i've only got uh i think i've got nine or ten okay so very small at the moment um i know but that wasn't
1: built in a day was it rome wasn't
2: built in a day and it is only little old me and i did build the website as well i hasten to add Oh, wow. OK. So, yeah, it's been a complete. But don't let that put you off. It, it looks pretty impressive, even though I say so myself. <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
2: But that then, doesn't uh, sound very good, does it? I mean, no. I mean that in the most modest way. I'm very proud of it. <laughs>
1: OK.
2: And, and, and like just I'm to, blowing my own trumpet. No, 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 no. But
1: that's why you're
0: on
1: here. Blow away with it. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but uh, just, just to reiterate then, yeah. so people can read a short review or they can watch a short video review or they can go by your uh, PIX lollipop system. Is yes.
2: that right? Absolutely, okay. yeah. And if it's green, it's plain. Um, watch now because it's brilliant. If it's I, it's include. So just pop it on your playlist. And X is to exclude don't put it on your playlist just watch something else instead fair enough sounds good <laughs> so literally that it's the traffic light system green amber and red right yes which
1: which which is universal and we can all relate to absolutely <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> not to mention a catchy title as well so there you I go i know
2: i know i nice. sometimes i even surprise myself <laughs>
0: So uh Claire I uh, just yes. wanted to ask how is the documentary coming along
2: It's going it's going really well since we spoke to you guys last Oh when we spoke to you guys last we were mid kickstarter weren't we yes. You were yeah yeah. Okay well the the kind of the, I will give you the sort of short version of the of the events um we did get the money that we asked for though it was literally by the skin of our teeth um, it's probably the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done in my life um a kickstarter talk about an adrenaline rush but we got there we went to america uh, we filmed um, the final interviews apart from Bill Murray who has said that he will do it but as yet is yet to sit down and talk to us um but it was a very successful trip and um we since coming back we've literally been editing there's been a a, a bit of change in in personnel behind the scenes which um has caused a little bit of a delay but um what we decided to do was separate the documentary into into two parts so it will be part one which is about Ghostbusters and part two which is about Ghostbusters too and I hope my brother doesn't mind me saying this but but go the, at the moment Ghostbusters part two a uh, part one sorry is sitting at two and a half hours long so that's why it's taken such a, a long time to to get to this point but oh my god and I can say this because I have had nothing to do with the editing the fan service, that will is going to pay off. You wouldn't believe. I mean, it, I mean, it's just Derek who's um, now doing the motion graphics as well as Anthony with the editing they're in such a synergy and because they know the content and the material and they love it so much that there's just so much love gone into this so I, I can only apologize it's taken longer than we anticipated but it will be worth the wait and there will be an, a 90 minute version that we intend to screen we wouldn't expect people to sit in a cinema for two and a half hours but there will be um, a two and a half hour version that we intend to release you know on um okay. blu-ray and dvd
1: right um, i was going to ask that so this is the there is still the plan based yes. on what we've been oh, talking yes. about tonight there is still the plan
2: yes for the, absolutely uh, physical
1: version of this to be uh, released yeah
2: if, if anthony could do a vhs he would <laughs> <laughs> that's how
1: much
2: that's how much fan service he would pay you know <laughs> the battered container, the battered cardboard container and all. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely. That was all part of um, the Kickstarter. Um, we have every intention of honouring, um, you know, the, the incentives that, um, you know, that people kindly invested into. Um, but, it, you know, we are nearly there. We're almost at the end. Um, it was a bittersweet experience for for Anthony to send over the last Sort of part of the um, edit to, to for them for De- uh, for Derek to do the motion graphics, um, but you know we are we're, we're almost there now.
0: Excellent, um, fair enough. And are we going to see you at Fright Fest this year? <laughs>
2: You are yes. You can tell the excitement in my voice, can't you? I love fright fest. I mean, it's such a community of film lovers, isn't it? Mm. Just you know, there's a there's no kind of snobbery. It's filmmakers and fans all in one room, sharing space and sharing a love of, of, of a genre. So I will be there on the red carpet, interviewing the um, interviewing the filmmakers. And um, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, uh, uh, Don Mancini's back, isn't he? With Chucky.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He's uh, he's opening night. Um, we've got Jason Fleming um, with his um, his new f- his new film. He's gone into directing now um so i'm I'm really looking forward to it actually and it's just such a wonderful community and we're back at i'm gonna call it the empire Mm. i know it's called cine world leicester square but it's back at the empire it's back home as far as i'm concerned are you guys looking forward to it yes yes
1: no absolutely absolutely i've got my uh my my pass for the event and I have booked into some of the discovery screens, a few of which are over in the Prince Charles cinema. So we should mention that as well. Yeah. Um and yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's good. Um I'm I'm yeah, I'm really looking forward to it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I me I mean too. So it doesn't have to be a hot bank holiday. It'd probably be better if it isn't because I won't be missing I won't feel like I'm missing the sunshine. Because we'll be inside for most of it, but it, oh, it's it's a wonderful event, and I I think every you know if you love film, definitely check out Fright Fest.
1: Indeed, I've just got to make sure I don't spend too much money at the Arrow Video counter, which is uh, <laughs> usually <laughs> usually usually where I come unstuck at Fright Fest. Uh, yes, every yeah. year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just better take your rucksack.
1: In, in, indeed, indeed.
2: <laughs> are there any films that you guys are particularly looking? forward to seeing
1: well for for me one of the beauties of fright fest is is i'll be honest i'm a bit lazy i don't do a massive amount of research beforehand because i kind of like not knowing much at all and then either being you know pleasantly surprised or 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 unpleasantly surprised in some cases but but you you know rather than getting too excited about a particular thing up front I tend to try and go in not knowing it's the other thing I also like at the other end of the spectrum um about the uh the awards voting season is 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 often the film will come out before I know much about him other other than maybe who's directed it and um that can be a good thing because you get that pure experience, you know, where you're not, you're not jaded or swayed by any reviews or anything of that nature. So, so, um, but then again, maybe it's just because I'm lazy and I haven't done my homework. I don't know. What about you, Simon?
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Mayhem, which is the new film by Joe Lynch, just because um, I used to follow the the movie crypt podcast and so I've sort of heard about the making of it and you know uh, and so it's something I've sort of been looking forward to seeing for a while and you know it's it's good to have uh, Joe Lynch and Adam Green come back uh, they've been away for a while so uh, we've got uh, mayhem we've got the ten year anniversary of Hatchet which I know you're really keen to see Keith. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I must admit, I'll be avoiding that. But, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've got the other films booked for that night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry. I, I, I'll um, definitely like be there. some of their other word, work, but I'm not a, uh, I'm not a hatchet fan. I have to be honest. Yeah, and, uh, anyway.
0: <laughs> also you have the Kane Hodder um, documentary as well, which, uh, knowing about his uh, life, being a stuntman, and everything it will be will be rather good. So. Mm. uh that's another one and then uh with the majority of the rest um it is a case of um I don't really know much about them so uh I look forward to you know finding out what you know what they're they're like they're good they're bad or they're ugly yeah 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 yeah. I mean, in,
1: in terms of guilty pleasures, you know, I mean, obviously, I I know some of the stuff that's coming, and and you know, I have got to be honest, I'm looking forward to Chucky. I'm mm. looking yeah. forward to Leatherface. You know, I'm looking forward to those those good old um, you know, slasher monsters that 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 I grew up on. You know, watching yeah. home video and uh, what sort of got me into you know the the franchise in the first place because you know in the in the eighties we were. Bang in the middle of the, um, the, the 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 slasher films, if you like, what with the um, y- you know Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, the the Psycho sequels, um, Nightmare you know, on the Street, yeah, Chainsaw. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, Nightmare yeah. on all of those things. So yeah, I'm kind of uh, I kind of find you know silly as it can be. Sometimes I find Chucky a lot of fun,
0: mm. um, yeah.
1: and uh, you know Texas Chainsaw. Um, you know, obviously has its highs and lows, obviously the original movie being amazing. But this is going to be some sort of new take on a prequel story about Leatherface. So, um you, you know, could be interesting. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm excited about those things for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll be doing a, a Fright Fest podcast to uh, talk about uh, the films we the films we saw and what we thought of them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not. They're not going to be in the back season, are they? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but there's room for all of it. Yeah. You know, it's
2: all good. yes. it is. <laughs> it, it is. I'm surprised actually. It might be nice for you guys to get some of the the fright fest organisers on.
0: Oh, possibly. But I know that they're, they're very busy that weekend. Oh well, they will be.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they'll have their. I think they'll have their. Um, they're uh, hands, um, hands
0: tied, won't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's a bit too late to try and get an, an interview with them mm-hmm. just because there'll be many other podcasts and, uh, yeah. you know, other sort of bloggers and stuff trying to That's to true. get their ear. So.
1: Well, we, we're going to have, you know, Mike Mike Tech, Clive Ashenden, Jason Bourne, etc. to to name just a few that are going to yeah. be some yeah. of our um, some of our previous guests and whatever that are that are going to be at Fright Fest. So, um, uh, y- y- you know, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a jolly old time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sure. and you've
2: yeah. got people like Jake West. He's got a um, he, he's got a new film out, hasn't he? And he's a very personable man.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, have you
2: met Jake West.
0: Oh, I know Jake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he's um, he's he's great. <laughs> he's a sweet sweet guy yes yes I was, I'm a big fan of his um, video nasties documentaries oh yes
2: yes yeah yeah
0: yes it's, it's somebody we've we try tried to get onto the podcast and we'll well I'm sure we'll get we'll 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 get him on here at some point it's yeah, just, yeah it's just it the timings it's long list yeah it was just the timing's <laughs> never been that great
2: that's that's the problem, isn't it? With with everybody making films, it's not it's not the most sociable of ours, as we all know.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we definitely know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, um, Claire, so what's the uh, name of the uh, what's what's the address that people can go to to find? Um... It's,
2: it's www.netpix.online. Okay. And then if I'm on Facebook and Twitter with NetPix online as well.
0: And also uh, Premier Scene has a uh, website as well.
2: It does. Yeah, that's where I've got all my red carpet interviews. And that's www.premierscene.net. Premier with an E. Hmm. As in Premiere. (laughs) There we go. A little bit of flair. Yeah, net. (laughs) Uh, And (laughs) And, and the Ghostbusters documentary is Buenoproductions.com. But if you go to the Facebook um, and look for Ghostbusters doc, um, then it's everywhere.
0: Okay okay
1: (laughs) spread the word folks yeah please
2: and thank you can I just thank you both so much for having me on and and allowing me to spread the word about my new site so I, I really appreciate your support guys thank you oh you're
1: welcome you're welcome we've all got to help each other we have haven't we
2: well you know it's a poor show if we can't
1: exactly indeed and on the subject of that simon i think it's pretty important particularly based on what today's subject has been to to just reiterate to folks that your feature film blood and roses is indeed available through one of these streaming services is that correct
0: that's correct it is available on Amazon prime it is available in the UK, the US, Germany and Japan. And um so, you know, you can you can stream it, you can buy a copy or you know, or you can get the D V D. Uh the wow. DV, the D V D is only available from the US but it is a uh, region zero disc so it will play in any region. So, if so you... no
1: restrictions on that bad boy. Exactly, exactly <laughs> And I believe it includes extras as well, right? Including no, the unfortunately, behind the scenes. No,
0: no, yeah? no. Um, that, that's especially. The, ed- the, the special edition is only available through myself.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yes. So <laughs> if people want a copy of the special edition, they have to find me out.
1: Wow. Okay. Oh, yes.
0: cryptic. Well, no, I just, I don't have a platform for selling it at the moment. <laughs> uh, at the time when I did uh, the disc for Amazon, that uh, it, I think there was some restrictions on what you could put on there, including like bonus material stuff. So hence why there's, there's not, there's a, it's a, van, a vanilla disc in the right. States, but over here it's uh, an all singing, all dancing version yeah. there is the, it's because
1: they didn't want to rate it i expect That's well it's not that because issue.
0: in the us um the dvds and vhs is unrated there right. there isn't a rating system on those it's only a rating systems up on films that are shown in the cinema so it, it is kind of funny when you see these us discs that says the unrated cut but they're all mm-hmm. unrated cuts <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i know i know over here often with you know if yes geek about extras but you know we don't always get all of the extras that you get on the u.s editions and that is simply because they do have to go through our rating system and right. uh, a- as a result sometimes you know that 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 means an extra expense and that sometimes it's just quicker to put stuff out vanilla than than give us all the bells and whistles which uh yeah always makes me very upset because i want all the bells and whistle- <laughs> whistles being a completist you know and a and a film nerd
2: enthusiast
1: <laughs> enthusiast indeed
2: <Aficionado>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always
1: makes it sound that much better doesn't it yes indeed.
0: so keith where can we find your work
1: Oh, well, um, yes, for my work, nothing nothing quite as glamorous, I'm afraid. But if you go to YouTube and put in British Isles, spelled E-Y-L-E-S, as in my last name, um, there are half a dozen short films that I wrote, produced and directed with little money uh, for your viewing pleasure. Uh, And then if you want to see anything else, I've been involved in if you put my name into IMDB, I am the only Keith Isles on there, I believe. Um, you can see what I've worked on both uh in front and behind the camera.
0: And as always, you can find my work at independentrunnings.com. Uh I've never really spoken much about the, the website, but uh, for those who visit the website, not only do you get to see the, the shorts and trailers for f- the features I've made, but there's also a making of blog for each one, So, uh, which includes uh, for Blood and Roses, uh, there's a whole sort of shooting diary. That uh, I originally wrote as part of a uh, another website, uh, a blog that followed the day to day making of that film called My First Film. So uh, I've never really sort of you know spoken about that, but you can see like. Well, now's the work... time. Yes, now is Absolutely. the time. Absolutely,
1: this so... is the most appropriate uh, <laughs> episode
0: to do that on. <laughs> but yes. Um, so you can, you can watch the films, you can find out how they were made, you can see behind-the-scenes the stills, and also you can listen to this podcast. Um, other ways you can listen to this podcast is via iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and all good podcast providers. You can follow us on Facebook or, and Twitter, just uh, search Movie Heaven, Movie Hell. And please leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher, it all helps. Yeah, spread
1: the word, folks.
2: I will gladly
0: do that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this just leaves us to say uh, thank you to Claire. No, thank you. Thank you, Claire. Yeah, it was our pleasure. And uh, thank you to, the list, to you, the listener, for listening to this podcast. And uh, join us for the next episode of Movie Heaven, Movie Hell.